Gospel reading for the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests, and as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I was one of those nine lepers. What you just heard about was the most important day of my life. I got to go home. I got to go see my wife and children. I'd only seen them from a distance for six years, ever since the rash started, the rash that let us know I had leprosy. On some Sabbaths, after I left our village, they'd walk to the outskirts of the village and leave me a little food that I could share with the others in my colony. And we could say hello... Then they would leave, and I would come for the food. But as the first year, then two, then three, passed, and still, the leprosy clung to me. We stopped seeing each other. It was painful for them to see me, and it was painful for me to see them. But one Sabbath, when I went to get the food, they were waiting there to see me again. They were excited, and my wife told me why. There was a man, Joshua was his name. You Gentiles call him Jesus. He was coming soon to our village. She said she was she said that he was a healer. She said he had healed lepers. She said he could heal me. So I took the food and this good news back to the others in this colony. Some of them had heard of this Joshua, sorry, this uh, Jesus. They wanted to see him, so we made a plan. Normally we stayed well away from the settled areas, but we moved our camp near the main road to the village. And we waited there two nights wondering whether he would really come. And he did. You heard the story. We stood on the road. We cried out to him and to his disciples, and he told us, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And we knew that we couldn't, as we looked at ourselves, and yet we knew that we had to. He was telling us to, and then somehow by the time we arrived in Jerusalem, we were cleansed. The priests looked us over. They pronounced us fit to return. I went home. I hugged my kids. I kissed my wife. I cried. I went to sleep in my own bed. So that's all I knew about that day until I heard the story you just heard. I didn't know that anyone went back to thank Jesus. I'm not sure who that was. There were a few Samaritans among us and seven of us Jews. I never thought about going back, I guess. I believe in Jesus. I I know that later he died and rose. I know that he was more than just a healer, but that he was God-made flesh, come to be our Savior. Even that day, before I found out more about him, I knew that he was powerful we called him Master because we didn't know we could call him Lord, but that's that's who he is, that's who he was, and I guess I've never asked myself until today, why didn't I go back? I was grateful, I really was. I prayed every day for months afterward, thanking God for what Jesus did. My family and I went to see him once more before he was crucified. We listened to him teaching and preaching. And when the Christians from Jerusalem started coming out to our villages and towns after he went back to heaven, we left our synagogue and started worshipping with the Christians. But... I still don't know why I didn't go back. 
It just never crossed my mind to do it. I guess I'd gotten what I wanted from Jesus. I was healed, and he hadn't asked me for anything. He just gave me that healing as a gift. I didn't think he wanted anything from me. He didn't, right? Jesus didn't get anything out of the praise from the one who came back. Jesus doesn't need praise from him, from me, or from you. Jesus doesn't need our praise. But here's what I didn't understand then. Our praise serves everyone who hears through us about what Jesus has done. I didn't understand that then. I knew Jesus didn't ask me to do anything to earn this gift. I knew he loved me, that's why he did it, but I I didn't understand that his gift to me could be more than just a gift to me. That's why that one went back, wasn't it? He wanted to thank Jesus, and he wanted to let others know what Jesus had done. We all knew what Jesus had done for us, but he went back, he went back to worship Jesus, to let others know about Jesus' power and love, to let others see that he was indeed healed. That's why you and I worship, isn't it? No, God doesn't need it. We don't need it either. We're saved. Jesus died for us. We're baptized. We know heaven is ours. So what we do when we gather for worship now is that we receive a gift to be shared. We we gather to consider what God's word tells us about living for the benefit of others because we know we've received forgiveness by grace. Right? Worship isn't where we come and learn what we're going to do to get into heaven. Worship is where Joshua, uh, sorry, Jesus Worship is where Jesus equips me to serve my family, my friends, my community, in thanksgiving to him. Jesus sends you and me out after worship the same way he sent the Samaritan. Rise and go, go home and share my love with others because your faith has made you well. By faith we're declared righteous, not by worship, by our faith. Let's always remember that, friends. I didn't know it then, but I get it now. Let's always go back to praise our Savior for his gifts, not because he needs it or because we need it. He's he's God. He doesn't need anything. And we are his redeemed children. We don't need to do anything. Let's worship because people that we love need it. Other people need our witness to the power and love of Jesus. They need us equipped with spirit-worked concern and compassion as we interact with them in this sinful world. At the end of the service today, we're going to hear a blessing from God and we'll be sent back out into the world just as the Samaritan was. And we go knowing these two things. One, by faith, through grace, we are justified. We are made well. We stand uncondemned before the Holy God. Two, other people need to know. So let's always come back to praise our Savior. And let's bring them with us. Amen.